This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. That was Conan Gray, Maniac, who's currently 7 past 1, and today we are at at phoenixradio.com.au. We are joined by two special guests, Tina and Ravina. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hello, everyone. My name is Tina. I'm so glad to be back for the second time at USQ. Um, So since you guys have heard from me, I have recently gone for my peers test. I have recently celebrated my school formal and I also have a very funny and embarrassing story that I will talk about later. So yeah, Rubina, your turn. <laughs> yeah, well, for the record, my real name is actually Ruben, but for the next half an hour, I'm going to be Rubina. And if Rubina drinks wants to hit me up with a sponsorship, I can think we think we can figure out a deal there. Anyway, back to reality. Um, I'm currently in year 12. I live in Kingaroy and my interests include sports, music, and films and radio, of course. So right now, I'm pretty much living the dream, which is awesome. So today, with these special guests, we are going to investigate three hot topics in Australia right now. Tina, would you like to go in depth about it? I would love to. So my hot topic, of course, COVID. COVID 2019, we all know that it's been a tough, challenging year. It's been, it's been on the forefront of everyone's mind. But... Um, Coronavirus has really challenged the way that we interact and how our life is. But thankfully, with the number of cases decreasing, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I thought it might be a fun idea to ask the people of Springfield about the places that they want to go to and things that they miss the most since obviously all this COVID stuff happened and what they're most looking forward to when next year, fingers crossed, all those things can resume. So enjoy! Once COVID is over, what destination do you want to go to and why? Uh, Scotland, because I want to go back and visit family and make sure everyone's doing okay because obviously it's myself and my parents over here, so we miss everyone there. I really want to travel, I guess, to like maybe Canada and Japan. I've been to Canada once before, I haven't been to Japan. I just want to see other countries, I guess. That's really what I want to do at the moment. Um, I'd say the same thing, because I have a friend in America we were supposed to meet up. We haven't seen each other for a long time. And because of COVID, it kind of cancelled it. And so it's pretty sad for us right now. But when COVID's gone and over and done with, then yeah, oh, I can't wait to see him. Uh, see, I don't leave the house. Um, in an ideal world, I'd get to go to Rome, but that would wouldn't even happen if COVID wasn't a thing so that's okay well I hope that you do get to go to Rome and I hope coronavirus will be over next year so you can leave your house (laughs) thank you Maddie what destination would you like to go to once COVID is over next year and we can travel fingers crossed and why oh I want to go to London (laughs) and probably just to uh, move the borders and to be able to enjoy getting into beautiful London and West End for theatre shows. After coronavirus, I reckon just got a fully packed like NRL game because there's nothing better than that. Fully packed Suncorp Stadium or Lang Park, if you prefer, when it's packed. Shannon, where would you like to go or what would you like to do after coronavirus is over and why? Oh, everybody on Phoenix Radio knows that I'm absolutely desperate to go to a gig. That's my thing. I used to go to gigs every weekend. Um, I'm really missing concerts and moshing and all that. So something simple. Um, probably I would like to travel overseas when, we're ab- when we are able to, probably Europe. But yeah, I'm definitely missing concerts. 
Oh, tell me about it. What concert do you most want to go to? So the Hella Mega Tour with Fall Out Boy, Green Day and Weezer. I have a ticket. Um, I got that for my birthday. Uh, but I can't go. <laughs> me too. I know it's so sad. Yeah, let's have a cry. I know. Let's have a cry. <laughs> let's hope we get to go next year. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? What would you like to do or where would you like to go after coronavirus and why? Oh, uh, you know, it's been a while since um, anyone's really been able to get out. I'm not much of a, like, a party person, but I think... The first day we get out and just that kind of, when everything's uh, allowed, that, that kind of night is going to be crazy. I reckon that'd be a pretty good one, just to have a nice party somewhere. Mm. That sounds amazing. A good party is what everyone needs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what would you like to do once coronavirus is over? And why do you want to do that? Um, I would love to kind of just go out, go to a theme park, especially. Um, just kind of reconnect with everyone. Uh, Japan, because coronavirus cancelled my Japan trip. No, oh my god, have you rescheduled it? Yeah, it's uh, for next year now. It was supposed to be during these um, two weeks of holiday. Uh, well, I'm glad it's rescheduled and hopefully you get there real soon. Canada. Canada. Dream place, I've always wanted to go there. And I've never been on a plane, so... Oh, wow. Mm. Why do you want to go to Canada? Uh, it's always kind of been a dream place, you know. It's... It's kind of like America, but it's not America. Uh, you know, I don't have to deal with you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And Canadians are nice, apparently. Canadians are good people. That is very true. Let's hope you get to Canada. <laughs> um, I know before quarantine, I went to like a heap of conventions, like Supernova and stuff. And a bunch of them have been cancelled. And I'm really missing my friends at the moment because they all live on the Gold Coast. And so first thing I'm going to do go to a convention so everyone those were the responses now i know i can personally say i'm missing some traveling i'm missing concerts i'm missing conventions like i had plans to go to actually five seconds of summer that was this year and it got scheduled to next year i had plans to actually travel to greece i had plans to go on a nice cruise and unfortunately they've all been cancelled but thankfully they'll be rescheduled soon so i'm sure you guys I'm missing something. Ruben, Rubina, hey, what's, what are you missing the most? Not really anything. Probably just, you know, some of the sport games that haven't been able to happen, so there's been some downtime for that sort of stuff. But in terms of travel, nothing really. I'm not really a huge travel fan, and I think my bedroom's pretty comfortable, so... That's great. <laughs> um, for me, I actually had plans to go to Japan and Korea, but they got cancelled because of corona, which is sad for me. Considering last year I missed out on Korea with my parents, so... Oh no, well let's hope that next year those holidays get to happen. So let's introduce our next song. So coming up we also have, is the mullet, is it going to come back? Is it a style? What, what do we think about the mullet? But before that we're going to play Don Diablo, Everybody Somebody. You're listening to Phoenix Radio. Enjoy. That was Everybody Somebody by Don Diablo. And I think, personally, Don Diablo is one of the best EDM art, uh, artists out there right now, with my, some of my favourite songs being Head Up and The Anthem. But actually, I hadn't heard of this one up until yesterday, and that was my first time listening to the whole thing all the way through. And I think it's pretty rad, so if EDM's your jam, you should definitely check out this song and some of um, Don Diablo's other dope music. Okay, so in this area, we're going to talk about mullets. So in, so what we did was we went around and we asked a whole bunch of other people about their opinion on mullets. Here are the answers. Um, they're like rats on the head. 
They've got to be killed. Um, one of the most Aussie things, but in my opinion, a eh, bit of a meh. Mullets. I, I think that I'm very aware that I have COVID hair at the moment and I'm literally getting my hair cut tomorrow. I feel that I'm the closest I've ever been to therefore being able to have a mullet. And um, I think at the moment I, I'm, I'm going to say that I come down in favour of mullets because I'm that close to actually having one myself. But if I saw someone walk past with a mullet, would I trust them? No. <laughs> Awful. Except on Jacob Alori. He can wear one pretty well. So, you know, he's my only exception. Uh, yeah, they're, they're bad. They're not, not a good look. <laughs> on mullets? Yeah. Okay, so with mullets, it's either like a, a really bad mullet, and pff, you don't want that, or it's a really good, dirty mullet. You've got to love it. It's like, you, you can't not love it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just too good. If the question is yay or nay, I think my answer is nay. Not a fan of it. That was mullets. So, people, how do you guys think about mullets? Is it a nay or yay or nay, actually? Well, in my opinion, I'd say if the person can rock it, well, then more power to you. But if they can't, well, it's a nay for me, unfortunately. I would agree with that. I would say the mullet is, is, is an interesting look. Um, personally, me, not a huge fan of him, but hey, it's a free world. You can rock a mullet. You want to wear one? You wear one. I'm just not a fan of them personally, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, same. I am in, in between. Like, but like, yes, yeah, some people can feel really confident in mullet, but some people, nah. I personally, from the look of it, I don't like it. So, that's my opinion. Very fair. Very fair. So, <laughs> leading to the embarrassing moment I mentioned about earlier in the show. Okay, I've got a really funny story, you guys, and I hope you like it. So, about month ago, I thought, hey, I'm going to order a pad thai off Uber Eats. I'm starving. I want to eat something. I love pad thai. Favorite food. Favorite food is a pad thai. So I ordered it and it came through. I was like, excellent. Order's gone in. Great. Looking forward to eating it. I checked the tracking and the guy had just stood there in the middle of the road. Like it wasn't moving. I'm just like, why isn't the food here? And then turns out I gave him a call and I'm like, hey, is the food on its way? It's been two hours. Like, is it here? He told me I've been in a, I've been in an accident actually, and a truck hit me, but I'm okay. Sorry, you can't get your pad thai. Here's a refund. So naturally, what I did was I made sure he was okay. But I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna get a refund. I'm gonna get another pad thai. Then when my sister came home, she said to me, Matina, I saw this horrible accident with this guy on the road and this truck, and I'm like, oh my god, did you pick up my pad thai? That was my Uber Eats. That was my pad thai. So embarrassing moment of the year <laughs> yeah cool uh, well coming up next we have the age-old pizza question which is more split than a half and a half and it's even bigger than deep pan or classic so stick around for that but right now we have rufus with you are right that was rufus you are right you're listening on phoenixradio.com.au well, there are many life-changing decisions that are made on a day-to-day -day basis that define who you are. Some of these include shopping at Woolworths or Coles, Coke or Pepsi, Twitter or Holden, Doritos or CC's, Bunnings or Maritain, and McDonald's or Hungry Jack's. However, the question that we posed to the unsuspecting victims on campus was Domino's or Pizza Hut, and why? The results might surprise you. 
I'd say Domino's because I remember having Pizza Hut and I didn't like it as much as Domino's, you know? Plus, the name is kind of better. Both, because they're both pizza and pizza's good. Pizza Hut, I like their deep pan more. Domino's, it's less oily. I don't know, they're both really good, but I'll just say Pizza Hut because you just can't out Pizza the Hut, man. I have no clue. Um, pizza isn't my two-go, so probably Domino's because it's closer to my house. Pizza Hut because I had more of that as a child. Domino's because they put more topping on. Domino's because it's closer. Domino's, I think the pizza tastes better. Domino's, but I don't know why not Pizza Hut. I just always go for Domino's. Pizza Hut, because you can't out-Pizza the Hut. I'll go Domino's. Because they have such amazing toppings. Domino's, because the pizza is better at Domino's. Domino's, because it's the closest to me. I never eat pizza. No, I'm kidding. I'm clearly eating pizza right now. I'm going to say Domino's. I used to love pizza. I remember the eat-all-you-can pizza bars at Pizza Hut, which I think you can still go to one on the Gold Coast, and I've been there recently, and it's yummy. Brown's Plains apparently, but there's one on the Gold Coast near Coolangatta as well. No, it's Domino's. I'll tell you why. Because they, I hope you got all day, they, they they were doing this New Yorker range, and they had this Philly cheese New Yorker, and that was the best pizza, I swear, that I've ever had, and it totally won me back to Domino's from, you know, the hoity-arty pizza places. And now, I find myself, don't mind saying, ordering Domino's. Last time I ordered Domino's, apart from the fact I'm eating some right now, was Saturday. So yes, I do actually like Domino's. Pizza Hut, because they have weirder toppings. Pizza Hut, because I will out Pizza the Hut. Domino's, because I don't live near a Pizza Hut. Currently consuming Domino's, and I would send it for Domino's every day of the week. Domino's, because it's close to my house. <laughs> Just between the two is Domino's. It's the more popular choice. Oh, listen, mate, it's got to be Domino's. Like, there's no clear reason why. It's just, just Domino's all the way, you know? There you have it. Domino's is the king of pizza, and in my opinion, it's also Domino's. I mean, I used to work at Domino's, and I found that even though most of the people who gave reviews to us online, they weren't very pleased with the product or the service, but whenever it was coming down to, you know, would you recommend it to a family or friend member, they'd always give us a 9 or a 10. So there's something about that, you know, brand loyalty and the mind share that they've been able to... Um, take with all their good marketing and that sort of stuff but what about you guys what what do you think Domino's or Pizza Hut mm, I would say I would agree with the listeners and I would agree with you I would say Domino's nothing against Pizza Hut but just because it's closer it's well known I love their range that they have they've got a great New Yorker range and yeah Domino's all the way yeah, I had to say the same also I would pick Domino's just because there's locations all over the place and it's easy to get to we're nearing the end of the show, but before that, we have a song. It is Roses by the Chainsmokers. Ladies and gentlemen, the show starts. You're listening to Maddie, Jason and Kat on Phoenix Radio. Hi guys, we're here for the next half hour, so just introduce ourselves. Here are some fun facts about us. Kat, you first. Well, I write poetry and spend most of my time listening to music with my head in a book. Jason, how about you? Hey guys, I'm Jason, and this may come as a surprise, but I'm a hip-hop dancer. Maddie? Glad you asked. I'm a writer and a massive book nerd. On the cards for today, we have... Drumroll, please. The latest and greatest celebrity gossip. An interview with a big name in the radio industry. And finally, a report on the union. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Phoenix Radio. Here's Thrift Shop by Macklemore. 
That was Thrift Shop by Macklemore. And you were listening to Maddie, Jason and Kat on Phoenix Radio. We all know him from his successful career in WWE and his roles in Fast and Furious, Hobson Shaw and many other blockbusters. However, Dwayne Johnson, or The Rock, has recently shocked his fans on Instagram by telling us that he single-handedly ripped off his security gate at his house. Looks like he hit rock bottom. Your jokes are killing me, Maddie. Funny, Maddie. Johnson captioned in the, follow- the following in his Instagram post, Not my finest hour, but a man's got to go to work. He went on to explain that the gate wouldn't open due to a power outage. However, he wasn't going to let a broken gate stop him from going to work. Johnson finished the post with an advertisement for his new role in the DC superhero Black Adam. But if you've asked me, he's got the super strength part down pat. What do you think? Definitely. I mean, look at the size of him. He's huge. He's got to be a superhero, right? Talk about his fitness routine. The 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards occurred on the 20th. However, the awards ceremony was brought to us by Zoom this year, thanks to COVID. This year, history was made when Zendaya became the youngest woman ever to win Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for her role in Euphoria. She finished her speech off with a message of appreciation for the youth of today and those protesting. She stated, there is hope in the young people out there. What an outstanding role model she is for the younger generations. I remember watching her on Shake It Up as a kid. What's your favourite TV show right now? Uh, Mine would have to be Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, mine's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. After the break, we have one of the biggest names in Australian radio will be joining us. And later, I'll be giving a rugby report, so stay tuned for that. And you are listening to Maddie, Jason, Cat on Phoenix Radio. Now, this comedian is well-known to audiences across Queensland. With big dreams and little experience, he made the bold choice to dive headfirst into stand-up comedy. With luck and clear talent on his side, he quickly became one of the biggest names in Breakfast Radio. We promised you Brisbane's best radio presenter, and here he is, Stav Davidson. Stav, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? What a lovely introduction. It's great to have you with us today. Now, I think the biggest question on everyone's mind is, how exactly did you get into the radio industry, and can you get us in? <laughs> um, I auditioned when Jamie Dunn quit. Um, who was the guy before me who'd done it for many, many years. And um, I actually auditioned with my wife, uh, who's a stand-up comedian as well. And then I got the job and uh, my wife did not, which was quite awkward uh, in my house for a while. Um, as for you guys getting getting you in there, um, that's, that's out of my capabilities, but I'll definitely put in a good word depending on how good this interview is. <laughs> Do you have any advice for aspiring radio presenters or, the, or thus those of us who are interested in the media industry in general? Um, Yeah, I think um, be yourself as much as you can be. Uh, That's one of the things that's really helped me. Uh, If you are just who you you normally are um, and you don't have to pretend to be someone else, it's much, much easier to do it on a a day-to-day basis. And don't be afraid to work and and do little things at the start to get your foot in the door. uh, And then maybe when a bigger opportunity um, rocks up, you're there and you're ready to take it. Recently, Hit 105 has undergone a bit of change, reverting back to its original name to B105. How are your thoughts on this change? Um, I really like it because most people I talk to, because we were B105 for so, so long, um, when we changed back, half of the people went, I still called it B105 anyway, and the other half went, thank God it should have been B105 the whole time. So I think everyone agreed that it was just the, the right thing to do. So I'm, I'm very happy to, to have it back to B105 because it was, I was, it was 10 years of B105 before it changed for me. So I, I like the fact that it's gone back. That's great. Now we just need to know, what is the dumbest stunt you have ever pulled in the name of radio? Oh, that's a, how, how long do I have? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them. Um, I was attacked by police dogs. 
Um, I got shot point blank range with a paintball gun. Um, I was, I didn't do this one, but I was going to wear a meat suit and jet ski down the Brisbane river. Um, I've done many, many, I've jumped out of a plane twice. Um, I've bungee jumped three times. The list is almost endless. I think we all definitely want to see the meat um, ball sub. Oh my God. <laughs> Earlier in the show, we were exploring the cultural view on the re-emerging mullet. Staff, what's your take on the trend? Oh, I don't mind a mullet. Um, there's a, you know, it's a, it's a classic. Um, I've, I've never had one myself, but um, I can appreciate a good um, party in the party in the back business at the front. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a timeless classic. Well, I just have to ask, have you ever had a mullet? And be honest here, you're on air. Uh, you know what? I don't think I, thinking about it now, I haven't ever had a mullet. I've definitely had, um, I've had long hair. I had a ponytail, um, but I didn't ever do the mullet. And I, I think I had, I had tracks for a while and I definitely had an undercut, um, which you guys might not even know what they are, but those were hairstyles that were big when I was growing up. Well, I have an undercut currently. Lastly, oh, but go. certainly cool. not least, if you could go back and give your 16 year old self some advice, what would it be? Hmm. I would say it sounds terrible, it sounds lazy, but keep watching television. Uh, um, I watched a lot of comedy shows growing up and I didn't realise at the time that I was actually doing research for when I was doing stand-up because I, I took all that information in and um, I, I really used it later on in life. So don't feel like you're being lazy just watching TV because you're actually doing research is what I would tell him. And maybe date a few girls, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today, Stav. Oh, thank you for having me. That was fun. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. You too. Coming up next, Jason gives us his rugby report, so stay tuned for that. So, Jason, I heard you're a massive rugby fan. On Saturday night, the Reds played the Brumbies at GRO Stadium in Canberra. The final score at the end of the game was 28-23 with the Brumbies taking home the trophy. The try scored in the game went to Angus Blythe and Harry Wilson for the Reds and Flower Fyanga... Andy Muirhead and Tom Banks for the Brumbies. The Brumbies showed an impressive performance as they beat the Reds in the lineups, the possession battle, the Rocks and the Mauls, with their driving mall being very successful and even getting them a try. The Reds only managed to beat the Brumbies at scrum time, with the Reds front row led by Talani Tupo, who managed to secure many penalties at scrum time. The game was a cracking and nail-biting finish, which went down to the final minutes of the game. The scoreline and the margin of the game was constantly changing, which made for an incredible game to watch. The Reds suffered losses by losing Jordan Pattaya after only half of the game and Lucan Saikaiolotto during a crucial moment in the game where the Reds were mounting a comeback. Both of these players went down with injuries and they both impacted the game. The Brumbies have no doubt been the best side during the whole competition with the Reds closely behind in second. The Reds have a good future ahead of them with their young core of their team and will have a good chance to do well if the Super Rugby returns next year. The Brumbies and the Reds will continue to battle for many years to come to see who will be the top Australian rugby union team. So out of these two teams, who are your favourite? Well, I've got to be a bit biased. I am a Reds fan, but the Brumbies are very, very good. Do you believe that the injuries will be quick recovering or might take physical therapy? Well, um, I'm pretty sure that Lucan's injury ended up being a head knock, so it's probably not too severe. But Jordan Pattaya has spent like most of his career injured. He's like quite young, so hopefully it's not very serious and he spends a lot more time out. So who would you say your favourite player is? 
Um, that'd be hard, but it'd be James O'Connor. He's been around for, like, so long. He's literally been playing since he's 19. And he's finally back playing in Australian rugby again. So he's, like, your idol or something, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Well, I'll be completely honest. I think Maddie and I did not understand a single word you just said before. None of Care it. Care to explain? Um, well, simply, I mean, every try they score, it's five points. And if they kick the conversion, it's seven. So they only lost by five points, which is one try. Um, that doesn't seem that bad. Well, they lineouts are simply basically from the sideline. One player, the hooker, throws the ball in and they basically jump up to battle for the ball. Um, the ruck is basically on the ground where they battle to try and, you know, get the ball. Um you have your malls, which are basically just the stand-up version where they're trying to push their team over the line, and the Brumbies do that pretty incredibly well. Is there a... Would you ever want to be interested in playing? Oh, uh, I mean, I played it once, but, yeah, too physical for me. Way too physical. So you stopped because... You didn't like how, like, full-on contact the sport was. Yeah, it's, like, insanely contact. And obviously, like, they don't have the best um, with, like, concussions, a lot of injuries. And it gets really hard, especially when you get to higher levels with people that are much, much bigger. Well, yeah, fair enough. It would be pretty intimidating. Let's talk about the past two days. Like, it's been pretty crazy. We're currently on live radio. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, very crazy. How have you guys enjoyed the day? Well, I've really enjoyed it. Coming back, I did this the last time it was here, and it was really fun, but I've had so much more fun doing it again this time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, like, terrified as we speak. Like, this is my first time, and I am trying my best, but I feel like I'm going to stuff up, so just, yeah. (laughs) Well, I know personally I've enjoyed the day, and I'm definitely going to be coming back next year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, If they'll have us back. Might be too much of a nuisance to come back, though. Well, unfortunately, this brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can hear the highlights from today's show on the Phoenix Media Podcast channel. You have been listening to Maddie, Jason and Kat on Phoenix Radio, and this is No Diggity by Blackstreet. High-achieving Year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.